Welcome everybody to the latest and greatest episode of Soulful Sessions. And with me today is Jessica Prestia, who goes by Jess and her business name is Jess Be Inspired. And we are talking about happy healing, which I think is probably something new to most folks to be have it described in that way. We're going to be talking about meditation, crystals, all things metaphysical, as well as many other really super fun things. We're just going to see where this uh, captivating conversation goes. I want to share a little bit about um, Jess before I officially welcome her. And just to let you all know, she is a channeling Reiki master, a David G certified meditation teacher, spiritual coach, and sound healer. She hosts workshops in, and Reiki circles and classes to help inspire the spiritual growth and healing of others, and has also pulled together a community of healers in the South Florida area and has dubbed them the Vibe Tribe, which I absolutely love. Um, just recently opened up her own Reiki room inside of Dancing Lion Healing Arts Studio, which is in uh, Delray Beach, Florida, which I've been there uh, many times with Jess also, and it's just awesome. She does private healings, and she also sells crystals, which we will be talking about in a bit. Um, as everyone knows, I love to delve into everyone's astrology. So Jess is a Capricorn sun, a Taurus moon, and Capricorn rising. She's also known for saying, when you are inspired, you are in spirit. All right, just a quick little housekeeping bit. If you are looking for Jess, I'm going to tell you now and probably several times throughout the show, she can be found at JessBeInspired.com. And you can also find her on Instagram and Facebook at JessBeInspired as well. So welcome, Jess. I'm so happy you're here. I'm just grateful to be here and thank you for that beautiful introduction and I'm just so excited to be able to share this space with such a beautiful healer like yourself too. So thank yeah. you for having me. Yay. Thanks Jess. So let's talk just briefly about your astrology. So Capricorn Sun, um, tell, me, tell us, me included, what you know about your Capricorn Sun sign. So the one thing that I do know about my Capricorn sun sign is that it's really known for being the hard worker and for having this like ambitious work ethic. Yeah. <laughs> so I feel like that is definitely something that relates to me. And the fact that I, when I actually did my chart to find out that I have Capricorn also rising, which I don't know exactly what that means, but I was like, yeah, I definitely feel that Capricorn working ambitious energy <laughs> for sure. Well, it's funny um, for, for the listeners before we began recording, I actually was tuning into Jess's energy and I was, the, the thought that kept coming into my mind was, does she ever sleep? This girl needs to rest, sleep and rest. And, you know, here we go opening up the show with just that, like this hard worker sort of, you know, always on the go yep. energy. You know, yep. it's, uh, it's like the sea goat or the mountain goat. It's that like constant, like one step after another, like work hard, reliable, um, you know, there's this a prudence in it, in that, in the energy, there's uh, definitely that um, very steadfast sort of, of energy. Um, and then we'll just kind of skip over to the, to the rising or the ascendant with Capricorn. Yeah. And so basically the rising and ascendant is about what you're here to step into, what you're here to rise into. So what's interesting is when you have the same sign, there's an aspect of it that you might be um, missing. So maybe you do work really, really hard and you're putting your 110% into it, but you're, you're losing um, your sleep 
or there's something that's a little bit out of, out of balance. It's about stepping and rising into embodying that Capricorn energy while still taking care of yourself, while still managing all of the other things uh, without letting something else, without letting that energy take over your life, like mm. making sure to, for example, to have time for yourself. Yes. So, you that know, resonates. that's really, that resonates very strongly. The word that came through as you were saying that was balance of yeah. just really trying to be able to find balance in both of that hardworking energy and that restful energy. Absolutely. You got it. And then Taurus moon, um, it's such a beautiful moon. I mean, Taurus is very sensual and uh, very earthy. It's feminine. It's, um, although it's got that stubborn bull energy too, um, there is that sense of, um, you know, really being reliable and trustworthy. And um, again, it's, it's a, also about like your senses and feeling like it's a great, um, you know, a Taurus moon cycle is a great time to like eat, eat really delicious and divine food and to have like a delectable wine or, you know, a spirit. It's like the time when you, you can like really take in the human pleasures even more. So, um, you know, as it being your Taurus moon, you are going to be more like it's your inner world, your, your relationship with yourself, your relationship with your mother, you know, was there maybe a bit of that stubborn push and pull with your mom? hundred yeah, <laughs> percent. Yep, that's definitely in there. <laughs> yeah. So it's so interesting how our astrology can really paint a picture of who we are and, and help us get a, a deeper uh, understanding about ourselves. And I love the way that you break it down because I definitely can say that sometimes I feel like with astrology, because there's so much information that just hearing everything you just said, it resonated, but it was very digestible because I think that there's so like, you know, so many different, you know, uh, resources and information out there that I appreciate how digestible you just made that. That was yeah. great. Yeah. You are quite welcome. Um, yeah. And the other, the other one aspect I, I do want to point out too is, um, you know, we're just now we're talking about more of the tropical system. I've been segueing a bit more into Vedic um, and sidereal, which has a slight shift in signs sometimes, not always. So, um, you know, just maybe you and I can chat later if we want to sh shift some of that because there may be even more information. And for the listeners, you know, take a look at your tropical because it's it's valid and it is oh relevant. God. Can you dive a little bit deeper just because it's coming up? This is just interesting. What is sure. tropical? Okay. So remind me of your birthday. Okay, so my birthday is January 18th. 1986 and okay. i'm only i'm only asking this because when you said tropical i was literally thinking of the tropical storm that was just here so i'm like what is this i have no idea I'm so excited. okay so um here's the thing for you you are still even in the vedic system yeah. and the tropical so the tropical is a little bit different it's like when you when you look online to read your um your uh, horoscope it's tropical okay um with the Vedic system, it's a little bit different. There's a little bit of a planetary shift. And it's the one that actually, that um, astronomers also use. So anyone that's, you know, space oriented, they're using the Vedic system. It's a lot more detail oriented. They're both valid. They both right. have relevance, like I said. But I have found just with my experimenting with it a bit that it, it, it really is a bit more like spot on if we can open our minds and hearts to shifting out of a sign that we have attached ourselves to. Now for you, this doesn't change you at all. You're, you, you are still a Capricorn in the Vedic sidereal system. Wow. So that's why for you, I think it completely resonated. Like it all just, you yep. were in. 
So, um, you know, it, it's interesting, I think, for a lot of people, you know, I am a Leo in the tropical system. However, I am a Cancer or a sea crab in the Vedic. And I had a really hard time letting go of my lion or lioness. I was like, no, I, I, that's not. But I started to pay attention to different aspects of my life that were coming up. And I, I recognized the fact that while there was some of that fire and that Leo lioness, there was really a lot more of the sea crab where it's this soft inner and a hard outer. And yes. so there's, you know, a lot of, a lot more information that we can find. And oftentimes if we were, if we resonate with um, an astrological sign that isn't our Vedic sun sign, but we have kind of adopted it as our ours through the tropical system. It's likely somewhere else in our planetary makeup. So it's, it's, so it's something strong somewhere else, and that's why it feels so resonant. So, oh, you know, yeah. how fascinating is that? It and is so cool. And it's, and it's so interesting because my experience of you is that lioness energy of you know being strong and being bold, but I find it myself very um, easily. Uh, ready to just share with you um, because I, I feel that sensitive side to you. That is really like an inner kind of energy exchange. So that's just very fascinating. Wow. It is. Yeah, Thank it really is. Yeah, 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 super cool. Thank you for listening. Yeah. So, all right. So Jess, so I'd like to ask you a, a question I open up all my shows with. Okay. And um, I'd like for you, if you could take us back to a recent experience that lit you up when you just knew it was your soul talking to you? Totally. So mine would have to be my level one Reiki training. And I swear I'm not doing this as a plug. Uh, but <laughs> I share this because, you know, I just had a level one Reiki training and it was online and in person and I had 20 people, um, which was quite a lot. And I just, I shared this as something that lit me up because when I became a Reiki master, I didn't have any expectations to teach. I just wanted to go all the way to really further my education, but I didn't feel that I was strong enough to teach. And I didn't feel, oh, I'm gonna get emotional. I didn't feel confident in myself to teach. And so when I taught that level one class and I looked around um, and I saw all these beautiful women, you know, tapping into their spirituality and tapping into their intuition and learning this healing modality, I was so overwhelmed and just thought to myself, I'm so glad I didn't listen to that voice. Because if I had listened to that voice, I wouldn't have been here today. And now it really lit me up because, you know, I even had one of the attendees actually had already done a level uh, two Reiki training. So she was pretty far in her path. Level one is really for yourself, for your friends and families, also your pets. Level two is to become a practitioner and level three is to ultimately teach. And so she was at a level two, but she decided to take it because she wanted to learn it from my perspective. And she shared that with me and it made me feel even that much more grateful that I let myself not only do it and have the courage to do it, but to do it in my own way. And so now I feel like, wow, had I not, you know, taken that chance and taken that risk and not, you know, listened to really my, you know, inner guidance, I, I wouldn't be able to, I think now, I see it as a way to impact my purpose even differently. Yeah. That's, you know, I think that's so, that is so cool. And I'm glad that you brought up the Reiki because I want to share a little story with the listeners about how Jess and I met. So we met a, a few years ago um, at a, a local uh, crystal shop and they do Reiki circles and 
Um, she, you know, she offered, a, you know, the gal that the owner offered, you know, different things throughout the week for people to come and experience. And I um, was interested in Reiki, but had no experience whatsoever with it. I had never had anyone um, practice Reiki in my presence on me in a group, anything, nothing. I had no, I was a complete newbie. Yeah. And um, I was also going through one of the most difficult times in my life. I just recently recorded a, um, a webinar with some other amazing um, spiritual healers about tower moments, those moments in your life where things come crashing down and you are really in the depths. And um, I'll probably, now that I'm mentioning it, I'll probably link it somewhere in the, in the, in the show notes for anyone who's interested in checking that out because we share a lot of strategies um, to deal with that. Please, I'm having tower moments. I love, I love that you phrased it as such. It's such a beautiful way of looking at it, but sorry, go ahead. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, I can't take credit for that. That was uh, one of the gals that, that kind of spearheaded it, but it, it was during that time. So when, when I met Jess, it was during my tower moment period where my marriage was falling apart. I was having some really serious issues with one of my kids and my father had just, um, was, was becoming ill. So there was just a lot, a lot happening. And I thought, you know, I'm going to um, go into this and just, you know, see what happens. And, you know, just channels, as I mentioned earlier, and she will channel, channel messages a lot. Oftentimes, at least at that period, it was uh, animal related. I know that, that mm -hmm. Jess loves the animals. Yes. So there were, there were messages that were coming through and it was so, um, it was just so neat. Like I could feel a shift and I could feel things happening and changing. So fast forward to several years later, I ended up moving to South Florida and there was a, um, I thought it was actually, when I came into this class, I thought it was actually yoga with a little bit of Reiki. I did not realize that it was Reiki and acupuncture. And so the whole thing was not what I thought at all. And <laughs> So, but I walk in and I look at Jess and I'm like, man, she looks familiar, but I could not figure out what it was until I stepped into her auric field. As soon as I stepped into it, bam, like an information download. And I remembered, and as soon as we started talking, it was like, uh, I don't know, this like moment of like knowingness or connection. And I, and I thought, how unlikely for us to connect in that way to meet yep. in that moment and in the interim period of time i went and got my reiki one and two yes. and ultimately yes. master um yes. attunement and and i have no real intention of of teaching or doing anything either but who knows i mean you're you're an inspiration for me potentially yeah, yeah. and you know and that's what i think is so like i mean thank you and and I think it's so fascinating uh, to just learn any healing modality. And it, and and I think like for me, I really learned amongst my journey that Capricorn energy of going into every workshop and everything that I did, like, what am I going to do? What workshop am I going to create out of this? How am I going to teach this? What, you know, and I was in my meditation teacher training with David G and one of the women that uh, was in the training had already taken the course. She was like kind of there to like, you know, help out and facilitate in different ways. And I said this to her, I was like, you know, I just don't know like what I'm going to do with this. Like maybe I'm going to teach it and this and that. Like I was very, um, I was very uh, intentional with trying to figure this out of what I was going to like make this into a tangible form. And honestly, what I've realized is that it's just really for me and for like my coaching and for myself and for community. 
So that's what's so cool is that we can just open ourselves up to learning these different modalities with no intention of necessarily doing it, or they show up at a different place in our life and then we do something with it. So I've let go of that now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think that's a great message for everyone. You know, yeah. you, can, you can learn something new or take a class or get a certification or do a training and it doesn't necessarily, you don't necessarily have to know exactly what you're going to do it for. It's about listening to your soul and allowing yep. it to talk to you and you then listening and taking action based on that. Like that's one, one huge lesson I've learned over, over the past few years is those little voices that we tend to ignore or brush off are, are always important. And if you follow them, even if they're really seemingly ridiculous in your mind, there's a reason for it. You know, there is a bigger picture that you just don't see and understand. And um, speaking of which, um, I, I know I know uh, a little bit about this this story, but I would love for you to share the story if you're comfortable about yeah. your sister Juliet and you know how sometimes those things in life that don't make sense really have such a gigantic impact on us. Yes. Yes. So my sister, Juliet is really the inspiration to what started my healing journey. And basically, uh, she's transitioned now, uh, in 2018, but in 2015, she was diagnosed with breast cancer. And I can remember when she called me to tell me that she had just received this information. I knew in that moment that I had a choice and the choice was, am I going to continue to be the same stressed, anxious, um, you know, not really being able to show up fully and be present person, or am I going to be the cheerleader and I'm going to learn how to deal with my own inner stuff so I can show up and really be the best version. It was weird. I'm, and I'm, I articulate it better now because obviously I've shared the story, but at that moment, I just knew this is the time where you either go in this direction or you stay where you are. And is this is the destruction where you are at now really helping to serve all of those around you. And so I didn't know really what to do. I just knew I had to deal with my stress. And um, I basically started meditating every day and I didn't even know if I was doing it right, which is, I encourage you, even if you are not um, feeling like you're doing it right, you are. The only way that you're not doing it right is by not showing up and meditating. <laughs> so I started off really, you know, just with five minutes or so YouTube guided meditations. And then in my meditation, I started to obviously really open myself up. And I did this course with Gabby Bernstein, which was really how to harness being maybe a, uh, what they, what she calls a light worker, a spiritual worker, right. And kind of giving you some direction and guidance. And so after this course, I kind of heard from my guides, I was meditating and I just heard, go learn Reiki, like go learn Reiki. And I didn't even know, like to add to what you were saying earlier, I was like, I, I don't even know what Reiki is really. I mean, I kind of know it's like some type of healing and it makes you feel good, right? Like that was like pretty much what I knew. Oh, this is something to help me feel good. All right, I'm down. So, you know, I went and I studied with this amazing woman who's still my friend, the owner actually of uh, the space where we got to meet. And uh, it was just really transformative because I was able to then help my sister through her diagnosis in a very unique way. I would do uh, Reiki on her during her chemo sessions. I would do Reiki on her while she was about to receive surgery. 
Um, also too, I would do it at her home. I would basically Reiki her all the time. <laughs> and, I, and I share this because, you know, it really taught me a couple things. And, and, and then I started obviously working and doing Reiki, you know, as a, you know, becoming a full-time, you know, practitioner, but for me, uh, well, really part-time at the time, but, uh, you know, so for me, um, I never went in it to the attention of, cause it didn't make sense. My sister was the healthiest person. She had, you know, um, done yoga every day, eat, I mean, tons of kale. Like, I mean, even growing up, I was always annoyed with her. Cause I was like, I just want to eat like pizza. I just want to eat a hot dog. And she's like handing me like a, like a tofu substitute hot dog. And I'm like, this isn't a, like, so she did all, she had done all the things right. So none of it made sense, but all I could offer in that moment while doing the Reiki was a way for help her to help her just relax and a way for her to just help her body just maybe energetically release. And that's why we had such a great um, energy exchange and it taught me a lot. It taught me a lot that like, if you go into a healing modality looking to cure anybody, including yourself, that should never be your intention, you know? And that your intention can just be to provide whatever energy is supposed to be channeled in to help the person just feel for that moment, perhaps disconnected, or just to receive some of that healing energy. And so it was quite, it was quite impactful and it was quite beautiful. Um, so yeah, so that's where I feel like uh, it's really been my purpose because it's the only thing that I've ever connected with that wasn't something that I even looked to do, but was really brought to me. That's real. I mean, that's so beautiful. And I think, you know, when you were talking about the, about healing and, you know, bringing that energy in for your sister, obviously it didn't quote unquote heal her, but right. it brought in, you know, kind of to, to bring back the, the title of our, of this episode, happy healing is you gave her a sense of peace and potentially happiness in that moment. And that in and of itself is healing, even if you're not truly healing the um disturbance in the body yes exactly and it and it allowed i think her to receive her treatment easier you know because she was allowed to be in a space of relaxing versus feeling super tense while you're getting chemo or before you're about to go into surgery those are some of the things that like are not necessarily great maybe energetic um stuff to hold on to tension to really bring in so it just allowed her to kind of just maybe disconnect for just a moment, you know, um, right. it was really, it was really funny though, because I would do Reiki on her <laughs> during her chemo sessions and the nurses would come in and they'd always think I was doing some type of weird, like, I hate to say this for anybody who's religious out there. So I don't mean to judge, but I was doing something kind of maybe weird or like off, like they weren't sure. Like they were some sort of like, yeah. Thing. Yeah, they were coming in and like they would like do like the cross and they'd be like, okay, sorry, you know, like I'm like I'm just doing a Japanese healing modality. Um, but you know, and then it was interesting because they would be like, What are you doing? And she'd be like, Oh, my sister does Reiki, and they're like, What's that? So it was kind of cool to also just spark the conversation and to offer an an alternative healing modality in such a traditional, you know, space. Um, yeah. and that was kind of something that me and my sister always talked about is like how cool would it be to one day like bridge the gap where it's not saying that, you know, cause she had found that, you know, the more natural side was very judgmental of the more, you know, um, traditional side. And so it was, it was cool because we were able to bring something alternative just to help maybe amplify whatever she was already getting, you know? 
which is which is great because I think you need the two. You know, yeah. you know, we are you know human beings. Or the energy piece is huge, but we also have physical bodies that need care and attention, yeah. and sometimes that requires medical intervention. And we have yeah. that technology, so yeah. why not marry the two together? Yeah. Um, you know, and it's it's interesting that you know when you were talking about you know people walking in and going you know what what is what is that yeah. what is that <laughs> and, you know the first I remember um, the it was I think about a week after my um, Reiki attunement my Reiki one into attunement and uh, I had flown out to Arizona my father was in was beginning his his transition. Um, and my mother was so concerned about him being in pain. And because at this point he was, he was um, pretty much unconscious, like 98% of the time. And we couldn't tell if he was in pain. Like we were still administering um, pain meds, but my mom was very worried. So I was like, well, I don't totally know what I'm doing, but I can see. And so I connected in, you know, there's, you know, you connect in with the higher self. Yep. To ask if it's okay. Cause you cannot, you know, it's, it's very unethical um, in, in, to tap into anyone's energy in any modality without asking permission first, either in person or, you know, in a higher energetic space. And um, I found that he was not in any pain. He was actually quite comfortable. He was actually more concerned about my mom and had uh, had a couple messages for her. Um, you know, there were a couple a couple parts of the process that I forgot, at, and I until later, and I was so stressed about it, like. No. Am I going to mess him up is, you know, I, so I actually contacted my teacher and I'm like, should I have done that? I mean, I was so worried about it. And she said, oh no, she was like, it all, all of that is beautiful. It's all happening organically. Your intention was good, all that. But what was so interesting was my youngest sister walked into the room. He was at home um, with all of us, which was so beautiful. And she walked into the room to get something. And um, I just right, I knew, knew she was there, but didn't really pay much attention finished the process, walked back out to, to sit with my family. My sister said, what the heck were you doing in there? And I was like, why? And, you know, I told her and she, and she said, not only did I look strange to her, but she said she, yeah, yeah. she couldn't breathe. Like she walked in the room and there was so much energy wow. in the room that she was like, I felt like I was suffocating. And mm -hmm. I said, well, how did you? And she said, as soon as I walked out of the room, I was fine. So I said, can you go back in and tell me, do you still feel that? Or if it, is it gone? And she walked back in, she goes, it's gone. So that to me gave me like real world confirmation that this is something so much bigger than we can imagine. So much bigger because she didn't know that I was doing it. She didn't know right. what was going on. She doesn't on. know what it is either. She just right. felt Right. Right. And um, so, you know, I think it, it, you know, what you were saying about, you know, the power of this energy work and the healing, especially with, in, with the intention a good, good intentions, healing intentions yes. is, um, is incredible, you know, and I, and I'm certain that you offered so much comfort and um, the ability for your sister to heal as best she could and make the process easier for her by offering that gift of, um, of Reiki and your presence in her life. Yeah. And as you with your dad, I mean, how special is it though to contribute to just having a sense of like calm and relaxation to a really intense situation, not just for the person, but for us as being their family, like you're so close to it. So it, to me, it felt like I was being able to contribute, you know, in whatever way that I could. And I don't know, but I'm sure it's from what you're saying, like, how beautiful is it that then you were able to even have that conversation with your father and that kind of 
moment. I mean, in an intense moment like that, and to be able to just get some type of, I don't want to say validation because that's not the right word, but some type of um, message or sign of hope that, you know, this is the love that I'm, I'm seeing all of you guys concern your mom and, and wanting to send that out, you know? It was, it was really, really cool. And that I think speaks to the power of this, of this work. And, um, you know, one other aspect um, of healing outside of Reiki, which is, is something that is unseen. You can feel it, but you don't necessarily see it, um, are crystals. And I know that you are a, definitely a crystal gal. Um, I'm a crystal gal, for sure. For so, sure. Okay, so, so Jess, if you could, yeah. for anyone who lives in South Florida, she has yeah. a crystal shop set up at Dancing Lion uh, Studio. So you can check it out there. You also have an Etsy shop. If I'm yeah. not, yep. Um, a lot of crystals are great online now because you know just that's also available too. So Etsy, yeah. Etsy's got some good crystals for sure. Yeah. And our shop is, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Uh, yeah, so please check out her shop there. And then um, one one thing that really um, strikes me, especially in during this time of yeah. existence, yes. uh, we're recording <laughs> the day we're recording the day after a pretty intense full moon, uh, which was last night um, August 3rd, we're recording on August 4th and it's, you know, it's, it's a big, it's been a big, it's been a big, a big period of time for, um, the collective for us mm -hmm. as a human society. So one thing I hear a lot from, you know, people that I engage with online, friends, family, clients is, you know, they feel so overwhelmed, mm. so stressed out. And there's so much anxiety around day-to-day -day life, not to even mention like the, the future. So this is a big ask, but if you were to recommend, um, you know, your top two or three crystals that would help support people in this time and space that we're in right now, what would you recommend and why? Totally got this. The only reason why I said this is like, I'm like so ready to answer this question because I've been literally asking myself the same question every day. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'm like, I got this. Yes, for sure. Um, you know, my, so right now the one, uh, so there's definitely, I have three great ones and I'll start first with anybody out there who is having a hard time really connecting to the present moment and who maybe needs a little bit more grounding Perhaps you need a little bit more of positive energy coming your way. Because right now we have, I don't want to say it's a lot of like negative, but there's a lot of just energy that's so scattered, kind of just that we're taking in, we're receiving. And so smoky quartz. Smoky mm -hmm. quartz is a crystal that will help to protect everyone, but it will help you feel grounded. Super cool, even beyond that, is it takes any lower vibrations and it actually transmutes them into positive. So this is a great crystal to help you keep grounded, protect you, but actually take any of that lower maybe feeling, vibe, and uplift it. Um, the next one is selenite. Mm. Oh, God, I can't even live without selenite right now. So <laughs> true, true story. I actually took my, at the Reiki room, I took the back of the door and I infused the paint with selenite so that oh, you could help cool. Yes. Yeah. So you could come in and you can feel the door, but as soon as you walk in, it's like my intention was, boom, I want everyone to feel this cleansing energy as soon as they walk into the space. 
I love that. I'm actually, now I want to do that in my, actually not in my workspace, but on my bedroom, just to kind of, which, which is also my workspace, actually. Love but, it. Love yeah, it. Yeah. Love yeah. that. Okay. Yeah. So, um, really super easy. Um, you can just basically get, you know, the crushed crystal of whatever you want to work with. Make sure you pick a crystal that obviously is something that you feel like you can hang out with all the time, right? I might want to, for instance, have like a uh, lapis lazul, you know, lazuli that's like for your third eye and intuition, maybe all the time, like vibed out with me in a certain room. But selenite is so great because what it does is it helps to cleanse an overactive mind. And so right now our minds are like, they're so buzzed with all this information and we can very much get into our heads. And so selenite is going to help to just cleanse all of that chatter. The cool thing about selenite too is that you can place it next to any crystal and it will actually cleanse the energy as well of that crystal. So that's what's super badass <laughs> about selenite. And, and, and you know, the other thing that's really cool with selenite, and this was also part of my intention when putting it onto the door, was not to just infusing it uh, for cleansing purposes, but infusing it because selenite really helps you connect to your purpose. You can meditate with selenite. And I found that during this pandemic, although it's been so upsetting in so many different ways, and I don't want to discredit that, but you also have a lot of people that are like waking up that are starting to just ask questions like, do I really love what I'm doing? Um, you know, is this where I feel like I should be? Or like they've gone into this inner journey with themselves of just maybe tr perhaps just asking the question. That's it. So you have a lot of people that are like kind of starting to just open up their mind. And so selenite's a great crystal to meditate with to kind of help you connect to maybe seeing visions um, or getting a little bit of clues into what are some downloads for you on your guidance to your higher purpose. That's yeah. awesome. And so for folks who may, may or may not be familiar with selenite, yes. um, there, one thing that people may have seen if they're at all like in this sort of... Um, sphere is a, a selenite wand which ah look we're totally on the same page you're that's actually a big one mine's <laughs> like this like this big um no one can see me because they'll be on a podcast but it's mine's yes, like a, yes. a foot long or so but yours is that talk about a badass selenite yes. wand right there and it, it's a great i love that to um use to you know clear my field you know or yes. um, you know cards or you know yes. just anything it's it's really like a great all around cleanser. And I love that you're sharing that because it's like, so I'm curious because I feel like a lot of people right now, it's like, we're so into the thing of cleansing, but we need to remember to not just like cleanse our hands and our stuff, but our energy field. So I'd love to know, how do you, what do you do with the selenite for yourself and when you're cleansing it? So, um, so when I do it for myself, what I'll do yeah. is I usually will start with just a, um, uh, a, a meditation, which grounds me, but also I'm connected. So I've got kind of this energetic flow happening. Um, and then I set an intention because usually when I'm called to, to use my um, selenite wand on myself, there's something going on with me. Like I, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm looking to clear something, settle something, move something. So I'll, I'll just set an intention for whatever that is. And I tend, it, it depends. I do one of two, two things, depending on what is going on with me. And I just intuitively go, um, I will either cleanse from my head, mm -hmm. um, and I go from my, usually start from my head down and then back up. Mm. Sometimes I'll do it like the front of my body down and then back up the back. Um, sometimes okay. I go around 360 and I just move the whole thing around if I need 
a different type of energetic cleansing and, and like boost, like getting things moving. So yeah. that's how I do it. And I, again, I just kind of go with guidance, whatever feels good at the time. I love that. That's, and I love the 360 because that, and kind of going down because it, you know, with crystals, there's also different shapes, which also is a whole different, you know, podcast, but right. um, <laughs> yeah. you know I mean? there's different shapes. And so it's interesting what you're saying that like you go around in a circle when perhaps you need a different kind of energy boost versus kind of doing it in a more linear structure. So, right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. And then the last one I would say right now is, and I know this is like just such a popular crystal and I, I have, I literally have these here, which is so funny because I did not plan this. I was actually <laughs> outside is uh is rose this is why i have them around me because i need it right now clearly yeah. uh, is rose quartz because i think that we need mm -hmm. to be reminded to give ourselves a little bit more love this yeah. has been a really intense time for so many people or maybe it's been even an intense time in even really great ways right um but we're 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 feeling the energy so much we're seeing you know our world really change and so i think it's so important that we really bring in some unconditional love and a little bit of just that heart energy you know to just be a little bit more compassionate the other cool thing too is i've noticed that you know some of my clients have been really having a hard time maybe sleeping during this whole time and so rose quartz is actually a really good one to keep by your bed to help promote a little bit of a healthier sleep pattern um, and to help you ease in to your dreams. So wow, I, I did yeah. not know that. That's awesome. I will pass that yeah. along to my clients as well. Yeah. So I actually, so this is really interesting. I had a friend reach out to me. This was like a couple like years ago. And she said her daughter is having a really hard time sleeping and having these night terrors. And so I actually meditated and I envisioned Rose Quartz by her bed. And I was like, I don't know why I'm, I'm being called to you know, share with you to use rose quartz. I didn't even know that this was actually something that rose quartz was good for. Then fast forward years later, I'm like creating a crystal workshop and I'm like looking up the properties of rose quartz and I'm like, oh my God, because it literally talks about, and I didn't know this either, how it actually helps to promote healthier sleep patterns. That is really cool. Yeah. You know, the other um, one aspect um, of many of rose quartz that's super cool is it's also a really great stone for support uh, when dealing with grief. So if anyone has lost loved ones, a job, or, yes. you know, just grief yeah. around the sadness and the heaviness of what's happening right now, it's a really supportive stone to help you process that a little bit um, more gently. Yes. Yes. Because there's so much loss. It, yeah. it really, there is. So I love that you mentioned that because it, it is something that is important right now yeah. for us to, to just have that support. Yeah, it is. It's really beautiful. Um, yeah. So I just kind of want to circle back um, ever so quickly to the meditation piece and also um, a little bit about sound healing. So um, I, 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 some people may be familiar with David G. Some people may not be familiar with David G. Um, and the reason I bring, bring this up and just want to um, emphasize this a little bit is that um, he worked with Deepak Chopra yes. years ago, um, kind of went off on his own and did his own thing, but he's got a really... Um, he's there, there's a, a very a gentleness about him. Like I kind of equate David G with Rose Quartz almost. It's, yeah. this, it's like yeah. this, this thought about him and I've never met him personally. I, I mean, I've yes. work and, and I'm familiar with him, but you know, just for people to know, like Jess yeah. is very similar. Like I describe her as like this effervescent sort of personality, but there's this softness and the sense of safety with her. So it, you know, if you were to go to any of her workshops or join her online for any meditations or anything, 
um, knowing that there's that softness that about, um, about the way she does the meditation, not just by nature, but also by training just for anyone who's really very much about that. And last night, um, sadly just had a full moon ritual event that was set to be on the beach and the weather was not cooperative. So she ended up doing it online. Well, I happen, we were talking about this earlier, just happened to find it um, online. I'm usually not on my phone at night, especially before bed, but I was having a little trouble sleeping. I need to get some rose quartz by my bedside, apparently. And, um, yep. and she did the sound healing with a friend of hers using um, all, I don't know exactly what you use because my eyes were closed, but I yeah. know that you had, um, you know, you had a crystal singing bowl, you had mm -hmm. some chimes, you had, I don't know what the little devices that you, not device, instrument. I make it sound <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, like the wind chime at the end that wasn't cooperating, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But it was so incredibly um, yeah. relaxing and exactly what I needed. So if you don't mind sharing a little bit about sound healing and, and the, and the, you know, maybe this a little of the science behind it for folks who aren't familiar. Yep. So I love sound healing and um, it's something that I've gotten more into on my journey um, and definitely exploring using different instruments and so forth. And so why sound baths and, you know, all these kind of different things that are now like being offered, right? Because sound travels fastest through water than any other substance. So you actually receive the vibrations of the sound through your blood, your bones, and your muscles. So cool. that's why sound healing is so impactful for people because the vibration is physically traveling through your body because we're mostly made up of water, right? And so there's so many different instruments that you can kind of use that are in different frequencies and so forth that really align with our different chakras and our energies. And so without going too deep down the rabbit hole, but like for instance, you have crystal singing bowls and those are usually made of clear quartz. And so the properties of quartz, of focus, they also help to align all your different chakras. So if you're going to a sound healing where perhaps they're using a lot of clear quartz bowls, you're gonna feel very balanced. You're gonna feel very aligned because you're also receiving the properties of that crystal. Um, I have also an alchemy bowl, very expensive instrument. I only say this because I'm like, I love it, but I'm like anybody out there, when you look up an alchemy bowl, if you're inspired, yeah, get ready to invest. Uh, <laughs> these are really cool because they actually are, um, they take another crystal and they actually infuse it. So then you're getting the properties of also that crystal. So I have one that's in Ruby because my sister's nickname for me was Ruby. Oh. So you're getting the properties of the Ruby crystal and it's, it's just has an, even a different sound quality. But what I was using yesterday, I actually got those from my David G t uh, teacher training. Uh, there was this beautiful woman, her name is Karen Brule. She's become a friend of mine, uh, but she's a really, she's like a world renowned sound healer. She's fantastic, I love her. And so she has these really cool things called flow chimes. So that's what I was actually using yesterday. Okay. Uh, yeah, but so sound can just be really a cool journey. And I think that anybody who's kind of like into music or into just maybe um, you feel the energy of a music, like of a song, right? It's the same thing. It brings a different, uh, you know, you, you hear a song that's like sad, you feel sad. It's the same thing almost with sound healing. Like you, you feel the healing vibration. So it's just very impactful. Yeah. Well, I would like to request that you do more of those and okay. maybe even do like, I don't know, a workshop or something online where people 
you know, maybe there's themes or different things because I can tell you it's really, really um, beautiful, really amazing. Just, oh. just in the few minutes that you did it on, on um, IG live, like it, yeah. it was awesome. Awesome. Oh, awesome. Thank you. I know I love sound and that's the one thing that for me, I have to, um, you know, uh, find a platform that really can help to record it well, which IG actually does. But um, I love sound. I think also too, you notice with sounds that people out there who might be experiencing having a hard time getting into meditation, getting into a flow, the sound kind of jumpstarts you into your transcendence of relaxation, if you will. <laughs> yeah, and you know what, that might be, that might be helpful for folks who have, you know, who have this mindset of, I can't meditate, yeah. I've tried, I can't yeah. do it. Um, yeah. and because it's different than like nature sounds. I know a lot right. of people say, oh, well, I can't listen to, a, to running water or the birds or, but th this is something for your mind to almost attach to, but not yeah. necessarily make any stories about it other than, well, that feels or sounds nice or something like that. Right. It'd be very brief. Yes. It's an experience. It's, it's, uh, it's like when you go to a concert, but it's like a meditative concert, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I well, enjoyed, I enjoyed the concert last night thoroughly. Thank you. I want to start <laughs> meditation concerts now. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> I know, right? Oh my God. So, okay. So speaking about online offerings and different things coming up. So I know you have a Reiki one um, training coming up virtually. Can you tell yeah. us a little bit about that? Yeah. So my level one Reiki training uh, is going to be offered online and also in studio for any of those who are local. Um, I know that some people still like to pre you know prefer if they can to come in, into studio. No worries. Um, either way, you'll receive an awesome level one training. And what my intention with my level one Reiki training is obviously, you know, you become certified you can get, you know, your attunement with me, um, you know, which is a beautiful, beautiful, like rite of passage. But I wanted to create the course to have people really connect to their intuition and to really be able to empower whatever you have kind of going on in the sense of whatever you feel or you sense to just amplify it. So it's very interactive and it's meant to really help you tune in to yourself as a healer and kind of start to ask yourself, you know, what that looks like and where you can maybe really harness all of your natural talent and, and use it in a beautiful modality. So that was my intention when creating the course. So it's a little unique and different, but I couldn't have it any other way. <laughs> so even if somebody doesn't want to necessarily, even if they don't consider themselves a healer, even if they don't necessarily want to do anything with it, yeah. It would be, it, it would just be a really beautiful experience just to have a, a deeper understanding and relationship with themselves and tune into their intuition. And what's so nice is I actually had one of the attendees that was so not at all like into this stuff, right? But kind of happened to be on the path and came in. And it was so interesting because what I love about level one Reiki is that it's just really for you to like, in, in my course is really kind of diving deep into each of the chakras. So you can see where you want to send yourself some healing love. So it's also really about you learning yourself in a way that's very deep and then being able to send Reiki healing to wherever you feel like you need it. So it's, it's, quite powerful. I'm really proud of it. So yeah. Aww, that's so exciting. Yeah. Okay. So if people would like to sign up, where do they go? So they would actually just go to, you can go to my website, just be inspired. You can DM me. Um, also you would go to the mind body app and type in dancing line studio, and then it should show up right there. It's August 30th. Yeah. 
awesome. And then you're also doing some intro to crystals workshops. Yes. And I just had a huge download because, you know, this is what's been so fun about this whole pandemic. I, I mean this in a, in a light way of, um, you know, of how do you th do things now? Because I can't have people touching all these crystals. <laughs> Which oh like, you know I mean? like, how do you do this? And you're like half in line, half on, you know, half are in front of you. Um, so I just had a really cool download for an exercise that I'm going to do that I'm like so excited because it's, you know, you got to really start to think outside the box. Uh, so my intro into crystals workshop is really for you to learn um, how to cleanse your crystals, how to charge them, how to set intentions around them, use them in meditations, even how you can really use them around your home. Um, really kind of knowing what crystals are best for you. And then the thing that I downloaded actually yesterday to share with everybody is everybody's going to actually learn how to do their own crystal rock reading. So that's going to be really super fun. Yeah. That does sound super fun. Yeah. I, I want to learn how to do that. Yeah. It's actually like something that I would do if I could just have people touching all the crystals. <laughs> But since that's not available to us, I'm like, oh, and then, so now I realized how to do it. So I got it. <laughs> that's awesome. Well, yeah. that's a great point. That, that never even occurred to me that you yeah. would not like, you know, I was thinking like workshops that I would do. I've got a bag. I have a lot of crystals in and you, everyone will take out a crystal that yeah. um, they need with a message for them. And I have little cards printed up and this whole like thing, but I, you can't do that right now. Yeah, it's a different vibe. It's like either you have to personally hand it out and then you have to like, you know, kind of think about all that or it's, you know, it's, yeah, it's, it's been very interesting. And that's where it's like, you know, once again, you can take your challenges and just be like, ugh, you know, and kind of just like give up. But for me, I'm like, you know what, there has to be a way, but I don't force it anymore. I would always try to force, okay, how can I do this? But now I've just learned to just surrender and like be in the process of it. And then that's where the flow, the creativity comes in, you know? Well, and I think that that along the theme of not forcing it and the other part of um, maybe um, there's not always, we feel the need to always try to figure things out. And sometimes yes. we, if we could let that go. So no forcing, no figuring out. No. Let's make that happen, Jess. Which makes equals happy healing. <laughs> there we go. Wow. <laughs> yep. Perfect. Yep. It's really good. It totally does. Okay. So, um, rituals. Yeah. Are there any rituals? Do you have any rituals that really, um, help you tune into your soul's voice or bring your soul, you know, quote unquote online meditation. Yeah. Yep. Meditation is really it for me. I mean, it's so much that now, I actually went, I'll, I'll be hundred percent honest and authentic. Last week, I, there was a couple days that I didn't meditate and I literally was not myself <laughs> at my highest. So for me, meditation is, if I don't meditate, it's like, it's, it's, it's not even for myself, but for all those around me. <laughs> They're like, you okay? You don't really seem like yourself. I'm like, damn it. I didn't meditate. So, um, but yeah, meditation. Totally preaching because it literally this morning, it, it came so clear to me that similarly, like I have, um, you know, I've been meditating, but it hasn't been my formal sit down practice. It's been just a few minutes here and there throughout the day, instead of like starting my day with a formal practice, ending my day with a formal practice and maybe tuning in throughout the day when I need it. And this morning I realized that was part of the problem, not just for me, but you're right. I mean, everyone around me is like, what's going on? Like, what's up with you? Yes. A little off. Like, you know, my boyfriend kept saying, 
babe, you're, you're, you're off. Like what's going on with you? And I'm like, I don't know. I'm just, you know, I was just irritated and for no real like logical reason, you know, there wasn't anything happening per se. It was just, I was out of whack and out of balance. And that really not just, like you said, doesn't affect just you. It affects everyone around you. So everyone around you totally can tell people can tell now if I haven't been meditating. Like, it's just like, like, and honestly, I don't really let that happen, but then there's just times where it just, it just is what it is, you know? Um, and it just, it slips through the cracks. So. Totally. Totally does. And I think the key, the, the key is offering ourselves a little bit of grace in that time, giving ourselves a break. It happens. We are not perfect. We do the no. best we can. Yes. So, yeah. Very, very cool. All right. So Jess, people can find you at justbeinspired.com, correct? Yeah. Yes. And just be inspired on Facebook and Instagram. I highly recommend following her. She's got awesome, awesome um, free resources. She does card readings and stone uh, readings. And like I said, the sound healing, I don't know how often that will, will show up, but I have a feeling. I'm going to start doing a meditation concerts for sure. For Yay. sure. Happen. Yeah. I will definitely be tuning in. So really great stuff. I hope that any, any and all of the listeners that are even slightly interested in, in Reiki or crystals or any of your offerings, check you out and sign up because um, I can say firsthand, it's a beautiful, magical experience. If you work with Jess, you will be just over the moon, um, thrilled with the, the feeling that you have, the transformation that takes place and that, and that beautiful opening that will appear for you in time on your journey. Thank you so much. And I'm so grateful that we were able to do this. And I love that you called it happy healing because I like, I just feel like that was such a, um, you know, that's the thing is I think when you are in a healer, you know, environment and stuff, you, you really want to think about what your intention is. And, and so for mine, it's to hopefully create space to people for people to be more happy. And so I'm just, I'm so honored to do this with you because you're so wonderful. And I actually am like looking to you now. I'm like, I want you to work. I want like to like come and receive with you. So I'm just so excited to where this journey can take us. And I'm really grateful to be here today. So thank you. Right back at your girlfriend. Me too. Super excited. So um, I thank Jess for joining us. And I thank you, the listener, for tuning in to another captivating conversation to nourish and nurture your soul with Jess Be Inspired. See you here next time. Mm-hmm. Oh. So